Hello, everybody, and welcome to our podcast where we discuss the world of business to business LTE solutions. Come and join us for some coffee and convos. The business of LTE. Welcome back, folks, to another episode of Coffee and Convos, the business of LTE. Today is Monday, March 8th, 2021. It is also International Women's Day. So, shout outs to all my ladies out there, uh, my working women, my non working women, just all, every lady out there that is listening. Make sure you celebrate yourself today. Absolutely. Much love, much appreciation. Um, you know, March is also Women's History Month. Um, so, you know, absolutely on, you know, top of mind, which is what brings us to today's episode. Um, we actually, we typically will do a device um, feature on Mondays, but today, you know, Ellie and I were thinking that we should take advantage and um, introduce someone, um, a woman in our life, a woman leader in our life, um, and 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 feature her and let, let you know if we can have a conversation about women in tech, women in sales, women in leadership, and how they juggle it all. Um, so today, one of our special edition podcasts, our first special edition podcast, we're going to interview. Uh, our executive vice president of sales and operations for um, for ATI, um, the parent company for Mobilefy, Miss uh, Gloria Musharan, or as we affectionately call her, Glow. And uh, let's also not forget that today is actually Glow's birthday as well, so she's a triple threat. Yes. All right. So what we're going to do is we sort of we sort of changed the way we did it, and we have a pre-recorded interview with Glow. We hope you enjoy it as much as we did, and uh, give it a listen. Okay, so Glow, I hope you're doing well today. Um, I'd like to get things started by having you introduce yourself and uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, please. Sure. Hey, guys, thank you so much for having me. My name is uh, Glow Mushron, and happy International Women's Day. Super excited <laughs> to be here. So I'll start off with I am a mom of three amazing children, uh, Madeline, Skylar, and Zach and um, have spent most of my retail career um, watching them grow up and having them sit side by side with me for touch bases and conversations. So everything I do, I do for them and they're amazing people. <laughs> I, I have been in the um, technology industry for about 13 years. I, I transitioned from traditional retail. I've spent a good 20 plus years, I'm dating myself, to where I am today in wireless. And that transition was awesome. And one thing I would say about myself is I've learned to continue to evolve and uh, transform, whether it's uh, the skills that I've learned, what's understanding what's transferable. And um, I love to learn. So technology is super exciting because of that. That's great. That's great. Absolutely. Um, and we love that we, that we have a little bit of a glimpse into sort of, you know, your pathway to getting where you are. Um, so, in this episode, in the special edition of, of our Coffee and Convos podcast, um, the main focal point that we wanted to talk about was women in leadership, right? Being that, it, like you said, it is International Women's Day and this is Women's History Month. Um, can we talk a little bit about the technology industry and the path for women to move into leadership roles within that industry? All right. So let's talk about women in technology. So I want to talk a little bit about what inspires me. So as a female leader, I'm inspired by mentoring, support, guidance, and really technology um, was ever evolving. So as a learner, 
it was really important for me to do that. So my path into leadership and technology um, really wasn't something that I, I ever woke up one morning and said, hey, I want to do technology. What I found was I was super excited about tech. Uh, tech. Uh, I was an early adopter. So every new device that came out, I wanted to be a part of. So it was really interesting as I spoke to other female leaders, I learned a lot about um, what they were doing and I found so many never considered technology, but they were just like me. They were a little geeky, they liked the technology, they would read a white paper that came out from Ericsson. And I would just say that, you know, for me it was finding a mentor in the industry. So I found a mentor who was in the industry and she happened to go to the company that I ended up working for. And um, what I learned was that that passion inside of me for that early adopter, um, it brought me to technology. It wasn't something I woke up and said, hey, I want to do this. It was really, I love this. I'm super passionate about it. And then when I got here, I found there were not necessarily as many women at the table as I had hoped there would be. Hmm. Um, she was one of the first. She brought me in and then I saw the evolution of the change of the industry, which I'm really excited to be a part of. That's awesome. Yeah. So Glow, um, you know, and I want to really deep uh, dig a little more deeper into like the women and women in leadership. So I don't think that there's any secret that many women in the tech industry and sales industry have felt that their gender has affected the way that they are perceived, right? Or treated as a woman in leadership. Um, what have been some of the hurdles that you have faced and how have you overcame them? So, yeah, no, you're totally right, Ellie. There is no secret that um, there haven't always been enough people with seats at the table. Um, and I will tell you that um, one of the things that I, uh, you know, that I had been exposed to was that because there weren't very many of, many of us, um, it was important that I know enough to be dangerous. I say this all the time. As a learner, um, I had to find my voice to be direct, to be authentic. And part of the hurdle is overcoming the perception of maybe I'm a little aggressive, uh, maybe I'm too direct. Um, and I really had to lean into my authenticity, right? Uh, the hurdles were overcome by ensuring that I had honest, robust dialogue and relationships. So finding the counterparts on the team that were my allies, um, making sure that um, they always knew my intentions were positive, but I was strong and committed to that honest dialogue that made the difference. And that's the, you know, overcoming those types of hurdles. I think there's several women I know today that deal with that every single day. So it's really important that um, we find allies, you know enough to be dangerous and be yourself because authenticity uh, I am who I am and I'm proud of who I am. And I think that when you are authentic, you build relationship and trust so that the male ally across the table sees you as an asset to the business, but more importantly, a great partner with perspective that might be different. Yeah. And yeah, that's, and I totally agree. You know, it's all about just be, you know, just be yourself. I feel the same way, you know, um, in, in, in life period, honestly, um, you know, just be in your, your authentic self and people um, will appreciate that. And I think like, as you mentioned, will also help gain trust in you, you know, because you, you're being you. So definitely agree. Well, um, well, well women, 
us women, right? We're like more multitasker. I, I sometimes say, I, I, I consider myself a superwoman sometimes, you know, cause we get you know, wrapped up and we're working. And, you know, we're, as soon as I'm done here with work, I know I gotta go and I got some, din you know, dinner to cook for my kids and, and all that. So I love it. A woman in leadership, like, you know, we are expected to, to juggle so many roles in and out, right? Every day. So how do you find ways to feel about, to feel good about all the roles that you play and, you know, and the struggle to do it all? Yeah. You know, Ellie, I love that question because I think that is what every single woman I know deals with every day of their lives, especially if they have small children at home or I have young adults at home. You know, I think for, for me, it was really figuring it out. And I've given this advice for many years. There are days I show up and I'm a freaking awesome employee. Like you want me on your team. I'm a rock star. And there's days I show up and I am the best mom. My kids call me mama bear. I am the best mom. Like I am, I got the cupcakes done. I made sure everything was done. Their clothes are all ready to go. And then there are days that I realize I'm, I'm not perfect at both. So I think I've learned over uh, time to forgive myself for not being great at everything every single day. So I had to figure out what balance means to me. So for those who work for me, who don't think I sleep, um, balance could be helping my kid um, finish homework at 10 o'clock at night and then shooting off emails for an hour and a half. I'm not asking you to read them at 11 o'clock, but that is how I find my balance for me. I think the other thing I mentioned about you can't be graded at all. The one thing I would say is that what I should have done, what I would tell the young mom self as a new leader, um, I would tell them, you know what? You don't have to make the homemade cupcakes. I can remember sitting up all night long before a meeting, making cupcakes for one of my kids events. What I should have done and what I would have done today was buy the cupcakes from the other working mom who's starting her small business as a bakery that's in the same class, let's support another woman. And if I, if I had, I, I go back in a time machine, I would have done more of that to give myself that balance. Love and then that. listen, I think that working mom guilt is real. Um, but being honest with myself when I need help and my kids have, have reminded me every day, like it's okay uh, for you not to be perfect because all they want is for us to be great people. Also for your employees, be honest with your employees. Like if you need time, hey, I set aside, I cannot do this between uh, between six o'clock and eight o'clock because I'm helping my son finish his science project. I think that's also um, okay to, to be uh, authentic and real um, because it just shows as a leader, you are, you are uh, vulnerable and you can be transparent and you can build that trust. And I think that really, really matters. Yeah. Absolutely. And then it's, that's something that, you know, I, I watch, you know, I have, I have five amazing women in my life, right? I have a wonderful wife, two incredibly beautiful and intelligent little girls, an unstoppable mother, and, you know, a brilliant CEO sister, right? She's not a CEO yet, but she, she's on her way to being, <laughs> that's one. Awesome. you know, and um, so I see them, you know, as, as parents and bosses and employees and everything, all that, that juggling that they do on the day to day is absolutely, it's mind blowing to me. Um, so I had a, I had a question for you um, because, so as a man surrounded by all these different, you know, powerful and, and intelligent women personally and in my workplace, um, how can, how can I, how can we men in general be allies and supporters 
for women in the workplace and in life in general? Hey, that's such a great question. And thank you for asking that, Angel, because I think what you've set up is that you're an ally. I think that's so important. So I think belief is powerful, right? If you believe that a woman can do anything because we can and we do, <laughs> um, the, and you teach your daughters and you support that both publicly and privately, um, that makes you an ally. And that's awesome. When you're in a room and if you're a decision maker in salary, when you recognize that there is a gender gap in pay inequality and you make that a reality, you are an ally. And I think advocacy only comes when um, when the male leader stops the noise. Like I can think about myself. I am super direct. I'm very vocal. I'll work hard as the day is long. Um, but you know the noise can be there. Like, hey, she's too aggressive. But when you're sitting side by side as a male advocate, and you talk to your female counterpart, and you support them publicly and privately and you encourage them to do the presentation, you encourage them to lead the initiative, you acknowledge their strengths, and when pushback comes, say, hey, listen, if this was uh, Susie, uh, if Susie didn't say that, then somebody else in the room would have said that. When you do things like that, you become an advocate. Hmm. And I would say, you know what, um, as, an, as an advocate, the other thing that I really, and I, I feel so blessed, I have incredible advocates at our company um my ceo is amazing nathan our um our ceo to our cfo um michael um to tony ross so all the people that i serve and work with every day they really believe that uh, women can do every anything and it's really exciting to have them on the team and they look to me for different perspectives so those are the things you can do when you think you know the answer turn around to the lady to the left or the right of you and say what would you do because you'd be surprised you might get a different answer hmm. awesome so glow what advice would you give to someone who is looking to start their career with aspirations to move into leadership positions I would say be yourself, be authentic. It's so, so important. My, the most successful parts of my day are when I'm truly authentically myself. Um, I would say find something that you're passionate about because um, that will make it super easy for you to choose this as a career. And don't be afraid to try different things, right? Um, don't be afraid to take on a new role. Like, hey, if you would have told me 20 years ago that I would find uh, technology, like I would get jazzed every day to get up to go to work, I would have been like, no way, because I loved apparel, which is where I came from. Mm. So don't be afraid to be a learner. Um, be brave, take some risks. I think um, I've taken risks many times in my career. I've relocated a couple of times, um, packed up those um, three beautiful babies and my husband and we went off. Um, so be brave, um, make this the right decisions for you. And then I'll leave you with know your worth because um, it's really important as a female leader to know your worth, whether it's the worth of your time, the worth of your salary, the worth of uh, what will you tolerate, right? Know your worth and know your threshold. And if you do those things, you're be authentic, you are a learner and are passionate about what you do. If you're brave and you know your worth, you're pretty much unstoppable. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're 100% on. Um, 
that that whole that's like your that's like the uh, the recipe right there <laughs> so um love it love it um so go i mean you i mean you're you know, you've, you've made it into the leadership role you've you've accomplished so much in your career like what's next so how do you continue to sharpen your tools and continue to develop yourself uh great question um so i am a firm believer in you know you don't have to be book smart. There's a lot of street smarts. You can you can be a balance. But the one consistent that has helped me throughout my career, either I have been mentored by someone or I have been a mentee. And most of those relationships have started for me in a woman's leadership network, in a group. Um, I just joined a group called Chief um, for other female executives. Um, and I would share that becoming a mentor, being a mentee has shaped my career. I like to learn, but it's really fascinating when you're surrounded by other female leaders who are challenging with the same things you are, right? How do I get the kids on the bus on time and make this presentation by nine o'clock and get through the, get over the horizontal bridge beforehand? Like all those real life things, having that woman's leadership network and most companies today have incredible diversity and inclusion networks. So tap into those networks. Um, that's how you stay developed. That's how you find somebody, I would say smarter than the average bear. The person sitting across from you may see something in you you didn't see. And by being part of those, um, those networks, it makes all the difference. And I, I can tell you there's incredible mentors that have helped me throughout my career. Um, I can think of my very first district manager who I'm friends with today that still calls me out on my on my stuff right she don't let me get away with anything right and having that mentor mentee relationship is is pretty phenomenal so join those women's leadership groups um find your voice within them and then take a lady on the journey with you right do do not climb the ladder without bringing somebody along the journey because if we do that then all those glass ceilings will continue to be shattered. We better get better shoes because <laughs> uh, it's going to keep happening. And we're going to keep taking on one milestone at a time until there are no more because we will absolutely have the equality that I think we all deserve. Oh, for sure. For sure. And that's, I mean, to, to hear you say it, how it's sort of like this continual cycle of, you know, as a younger person and throughout throughout your career actually com completely being mentored and then finding someone to mentor right that's um that continual cycle of of, of bringing somebody up and uplifting folks and and you know like you said bringing someone up the ladder with you is a great great message especially nowadays where you know um people are out there and it's been a tough year it's been a tough time lately so it's nice to hear uplifting messages like this on a day like today um you know and lastly i'd like to tell you i, I would like to say thank you um, for, for coming on with us today and, and for spending some time out of your undoubtedly busy, busy, busy day um, and uh, sharing some, some, some stories and some knowledge with us. You know, I've, I've loved it. Awesome. Thank you so much. And I, I want to say thank you to um, all the leaders out there, whether you're male or female, that you're taking today super seriously. You're going to go back and say, who can I help support? Um, it just means so much to me. Um, I have two amazing women at home that I know believe they can do anything because we have got great avenues like this to do it. So thank you both for having me on. And, and most importantly, um, it's an awesome, it's a pleasure to serve both of you and to be part of your team. So I really appreciate you. 
Yes, thank, thank you. you thanks, Glo, and thanks for you know joining us today on this beautiful Women's International Day. Also, um, as we mentioned earlier in the introduction, your birthday. So happy birthday! Thank you. And thank you. Thank you. Yes, absolutely, and definitely enjoy the rest of your day. We're going. To I stop aging as of today. It's done. No more. No. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you so okay. much for taking the to, to the, you know today especially your day some time to talk to us. So we appreciate Thanks you so much, guys. Have a great night. You too. So thank you for listening, guys. That was our interview with Gloria Mosheron. Like I said, AKA Glow. Um, hopefully, you were as inspired and moved, and um, you know, enlightened by by the conversations that we had. Um, so I just wanted to say thank you again to to to, to Glow. Yes, thank you, Glow, and thank you to our listeners. Um, don't forget to share, subscribe, follow us, and um, thanks again for listening. <laughs>